SafeLaunch is a newcomer to the Binance Smart Chain ecosystem, looking to combine a project incubator with a community VC fund and additional yield farming opportunities. Imran from the SafeLaunch team joined me on the podcast to discuss the details of his full-service community launchpad. Welcome to the BSC News Podcast. You're listening to the BSC News Podcast, the leader in decentralized finance on the Binance Smart Chain. Here's your host, Ben Antes. Imran, welcome to the podcast. Hey, man. Thanks for having us on. Absolutely. I know you guys launched, was it just last Monday? Yeah, it was Monday. Uh, we had a, a, a good successful launch. Uh, we did uh, 5x at launch, which was amazing, especially in these uh, current market conditions. Yeah, the market has been awful. How do you feel about been- the, the short-term prospects of the crypto market? Uh, at the moment, I was looking at the charts earlier, and it's not looking great. Uh, and I think it, we, we could easily uh, go down from here, but it's um, I'm I'm crossing my fingers and hoping. Um, I've been through so I've been in crypto since 2014, so I've been through these sort of market changes, and and it's not different to a lot of the other ones. We've had our big cycles where it starts with BTC, then F, then altcoins, and then the meme coins, and then the crash. So it just seems to be replaying itself as as it has before. Yeah, it really does. And the nice thing is like, this is a good time to build, right? When it's potentially exactly. shaking the market, shaking out projects and you're building. And I think that's where you exactly. want to be really. Yeah. They, they, I, someone once said to me, I can't remember who it was, but, um, or maybe it was CZ who said it, that all the, all the projects that come through in the bear market are like 100 times better uh, than the ones that are built in the bull market because everyone just jumps on the bike wagon in the bull market and then disappears in the bear market because they're not actually there to build. They're just there to try and make a quick buck. So we're here for the bear market and we'll build for it until the next bull market. Yeah, that's that's very promising. And let's get into safe launch and... So let's say start with just a high-level description of what is Safe Launch. So the the, the reason behind Safe Launch was um, we we saw an issue in the market where you could get into sort of launch pads and you'd have to buy a token and you'd maybe spend five to ten thousand dollars on this token and then you'd get like a three hundred dollars allocation and some of them even like thirty dollars allocation. Um, which was really low and you had to hold that token. And then if you wanted to get into private sales or seed rounds for these for, for the tier one projects, you probably couldn't do it on your own. You'd have to join a community VC and hold their token, which um, is around $10,000 for, for that token. And then if you wanted to do staking as well, then you'd have to buy another token. And by, by the time you have got all these tokens and before you've actually entered in, into any public sales or IDOs or private sales, you're looking at set, setting yourself back about $30,000 of just, just these tokens to hold in three different ecosystems. We wanted to bring all the three ecosystems under one roof. So um, like, like myself, I am massively into um, projects and, and I want to get into the new ones because you never know one of them could turn into the next Amazon um, and and you know everyone wishes that they bought into Amazon ages ago before it kind of um, went big so that's the idea behind uh, Safe Launch and why we wanted to um, build a, a project with uh, three different things in, in our ecosystem. Yeah and I think what 
what like what I found so interesting about it was with those private VC groups, a lot of it is like who you know, right? Because if if you're like new to crypto, you're not getting in one. Uh, you're not getting those opportunities to be an early investor. And what you guys did was like, yes, you still have to buy in, of course, to get that allocation, but it's just out there. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so the issue with the, the other community VCs, and I don't want to bash them, unless you got in really early when they actually came out uh, on the day of launch or into their pre-sale, it's really expensive to uh, get in now. Um, and it's probably not worth it. Um, well, if you're an average investor, it's probably not worth it for you because that's going to be a big chunk of your investment money gone. Um, so we wanted to actually change it so people are able to get into these uh, tier one projects um, and, and it's, it's affordable to everyone. Is one of your goals to keep that barrier to entry low? Like I know you you lowered the the tier system, right? So that gave obviously more people access to that base level and something i wonder is if your token were to go let's say it went to ten dollars and yeah. now it costs three thousand dollars uh to get into that tier one would you consider lowering that barrier yes. or keep it so so one of our uh, one of our um goals is to keep working on our tiers to make it fair for everyone so at the moment every two weeks we will review the tiers and make sure it's still fair for everyone and everyone's getting a fair price to get in and then after right, three months when we think we've got it correct then we will review it every month just to make sure that barrier to entry isn't too high for 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 the average investor okay and going further into the token with the staking contract, um, when are people expecting to see that come out? Because I think that's something probably the market is excited about. Yeah, for sure. So um, obviously, when we when we launched, um, we had the issue where the token was deflating in people's wallets, which wasn't supposed to happen. So when you were when we were supposed to have a transaction tax, which was working correctly, uh, when you transfer, you had a two point two percent tax. But for some reason in the, um, well, it was a mathematical issue to do with RFI um, within the token contract that we were audited by Certic and we were audited by RD Labs. And both of these uh, audit companies didn't pick it up. And um, unfortunately, we didn't pick the issue up as well. Um, so we contacted Certic um, and we worked with them to try and try and fix the issue. Um, their response to us were the issue is incomprehensible. So um, we decided to go with a, a generic uh, BEP20 token instead without the burn, the burn function. Now, the issue that causes is we would be unable to keep supplying uh, to our mining contracts. So a part of our uh, tokenomics were that 0.5% of the burn would go back into liquidity mining. Um, and now that can't happen. So we've come up with different ideas for um, our mining contracts. So when you're in our pools, you'd always have uh, something to mine. So we're adding extra features to, to these mining contracts. They are um, more or less nearly ready, uh, but we need to get them audited. So I would say it'd be very, it, as soon as they're, they're, they're audited, we're ready to go. Um, but it's just waiting for the audit companies to come back to us. Okay. And I want to unpack what you just said there. 
Sure. Uh, <laughs> and just, I don't think you're going to necessarily give me more information on my try. So when you talked about these additional incentives, can you expand on that? The additional incentives with the with the mining, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what we want to do later down the line, when our when our token supply kind of runs out in the in the pools, is we will be able to add different tokens to to the pools. So, it may not be uh, it may not be you'll you'll be uh, mining safe launch uh, safe launch X safe x token but you can mine a different token which will add to the pools and there's different stuff we're doing with the lp lp mining as well where we we can't really reveal too much just yet but um we've had some great ideas come to us what people haven't done yet um and we want to keep that under wraps until we're ready to release the information about it so that's all i can really say on it now okay fair enough and then the the second part is you gave an excellent answer that didn't give a time frame. Uh, but I wanted to see if you could give, if you could speculate a time frame. Uh, you're very the, political. Yeah. So, so the, the the thing is, I don't want to overpromise and underdeliver. Um, so, yeah, all I can say is the token contracts are ready but need to be audited and as soon as the audits are back and we um, have worked with our new audit company then we can uh, give you uh, a better answer then okay and so something that i also thought was really cool about this was that people can essentially you know earn their way into the first tier or earn their way into a higher tier which is kind of really neat it's like you're earning membership right and access which i think is a really cool feature of this and i wanted to know you know so there's there's obviously that part and do you plan on partnering with other amms for you know let's say a earning cake or earning wings or some kind of i guess i'll call it like partner yield farming in a sense using your token yes so um at the moment, one of our sort of business plans, um, when we launch new projects um, from, when we launch new projects from our our ecosystem on our launch pad, um, we will have them um, uh, having uh, yield farming on our page. And we're also looking at talking to other projects to also, um, Sorry, two seconds. Um, yeah, so we're also looking to talk to other other projects that do yield farming and, and bring them onto our platform. And we're also looking to build a yield optimizer. Really? Yeah. Okay, so with the, the projects you're talking about, basically I would use SFEX to earn another project token, which they, I can then even put into your yield optimizer at that point if I wanted to. Exactly, exactly. So what we want to do, we want to bring as much um, use case for our token as we can. So say if we launched, um, I don't know, a Ben Antes uh, token in the future, um, and um, you you wanted to um, use a certain amount of your token supply to um, then give to our community and, and, and have a use case for your token because you don't have one just, just now, um, we'll be able to um, put, the, put the yield farm out for you when you launch um, and people will be able to earn your token by staking our token. Okay. And I kind of wanted to drive even further into this. 
Um, what I'm seeing is like, you know, so some of the stuff you're talking about, of course, is not necessarily unique, right? There's launch pads out there. Yeah. But what, what I see though, is that you're bringing that, that private round all the way to like stir a pool basically. And the, like when projects come to you, is that something that they are just like, this is amazing. Cause you guys, I could just come to you and you've facilitated the, you know, the private round, the public round, the yield farming, it's like a one-stop shop for projects as well as the investor, basically. Yeah, exactly. So, so the, the benefit for our, the projects that come to us, they don't just get um, us saying to them, okay, we will help you with your public raise and, and kind of be done with you. We will help them build their community. So uh, we're looking to do project incubation as well, um, where we will help them build their communities. Our community is at, uh, I think, 50,000 Telegram members at the moment uh, with 75,000 people on Twitter. Um, like 3.9 million impressions in the last 28 days, which is crazy. Um, and I never thought we would get to this stage. Um, so when we help projects, um, we'll be helping them and giving, giving them our marketing team. So they will be able to build like we have. Um, and we will also be giving them everything else on top of that. It's not just uh, you go to us for your launch or you just go to us for a yield farm. We want to make an all-in-one platform for marketing, um, yield farming, um, public IDOs, private and seed rounds. Um, and yeah, just to, to try and give as much as we can do under one ecosystem. I think that's really neat. And especially for these projects, it just makes their lives easy. And to go further into the, the project side, uh, what's your internal vetting system like for the projects that you are incubating? So our internal vetting system, they have to go through multiple checks with us. So um, at the the sort of face basis level, um, they'd go through one of our researchers who would either reach out to them or they would reach out to us. They would do their basic checks, going through their tokenomics with them, going through um, their idea and and what they're trying to do, finding out whereabouts they're trying to where, whereabouts in their build they are, um, and then after that. Um, we would, if we if we like the project, we would then KYC the project. Then I would meet with the project personally um, to get my thoughts on 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 the project and and do further due diligence into the team and to ensure that they they're doing what they say they do. Um, then our team would take a vote um, to say if this is a project that we would want on our platform or not. Um, after the team vote, if that passes, it would go to our council of advisors. Um, we have a council of five advisors um, and they would vote on it. Um, after they have voted on it, if the vote, vote comes back um, positive, then we would go ahead. If the vote comes back negative, we would then revisit the uh, the project and, and speak to our advisors and uh, see why they didn't like it. And if, if we couldn't get a full pass on it, then we wouldn't go ahead with the project. So with it, they, they have to have um, go through like five different sort of checks um, to, to, to get onto our platform. They also have to have an audit um, with one of our audit partners and they also um, need to be KYC'd. Okay, it's a lot of checks. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you ever plan to use uh, the SafeX token as like a voting governance, almost as like a fixed check, right, of uh, getting uh, the community input into it? Yes. Yeah, so we 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 thought about this, um, and. 
they, there is other other community VCs that do this, and we we may do it in the future, but it's not something that's on our cards at the moment. We want to make sure when we do make these decisions that it goes to people who with experience in 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 the field and people who really know what they're doing. And and with our advisors, we've got uh, people who've been in the field for for like six, seven to 10 years um, and have been doing this a very long time. So um, we want to make sure that every project that does come through us is uh, is legit and, and, and is good. So this is the reason why we do it internally um, ourselves. Um, we're not against the idea, but it's just how we would implement that in the future. Um, so it's not something that we're, good, we're looking to do right now. No, and that makes sense. I mean, as an investor, I want people that know what they're doing vetting the projects rather than me clicking voting yes on every single thing because I want to throw a few hundred bucks at everything that is possible, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, the 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 ape season is it's strong, right? <laughs> right, it'll and actually the ape season's weak right now, but it'll definitely well, yeah, yeah it'll well, definitely come up. This- there's, there's still some apes out there. Like it's like it, like what is on on Monday we 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 started our public sale and I refreshed the page. It was like less than a minute later and it was sold out. So I think the apes are still there. It's just uh, you've got to find them. Yeah, you got to find them through marketing. <laughs> yeah. And so let's get into the uh, the alle- you know the allocation side of things now. You actually have yeah. a safe allocation going on while we're talking, which has already raised 38% in the last, you know, hour, hour and a half. Um, And you have another one on Friday. And so how often do you see you guys kind of launching these new allocations? So at the moment, we're trying to stagger it at two a week. Um, I have a lot of projects that we could, we could actually do one, one per day, probably. Um, But it wouldn't. I don't think it would be fair on the projects um, to to do it one a day, and it would be hard for us to market and get to to the right to to the right place with the the right people. So um, at the moment, I think two two uh, a week is is sort of sweet spot. Um, but we may increase it to three a week. But it depends on how how well they do. And and obviously we're conscious of um, sort of market conditions and and people um, people's sort of thoughts on the on the market whilst we're whilst we're raising as well. Yeah, and you don't want to exhaust your investor funds, right? If you if you did one every day, people are just going to run out of money at some point. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. We we haven't got bottomless pockets, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. So something I'm curious about, because I'm not sure, there might be a generic answer for this, but what happens if you don't hit uh, a 100% raise? So we have a soft cap and we have a hard cap. So normally we set the soft cap around half of the uh, the full raise and um, it would be for us to speak to the project if they still wanted to go ahead. But normally we have very good relationships with, with the projects and it shouldn't be an issue. Um, and obviously with current market conditions, sometimes we may not hit the, the targets that we, we want to hit, but um, we can speak to, to the projects to see if they're happy to, to take a lower allocation. The great thing is about the community VCs, um, our community VC over a normal VC is that 
their their for their project the allocation is split again uh, across many many holders um, instead of just having your main VC and the problem with like a main VC is in the current market conditions they're just going to probably dump your tokens um, when it's, it's split against a lot of members um, all of them are not going to dump and some of them are really interested in the actual project okay um... No, I think that's that's great. I think, um, especially with the vesting, you know, thing built in here is I, I think investors can feel pretty good that they're not buying something that might dump on day one, right? Because kind of like yeah. everyone's vested together. Exactly, and and th that's a great thing about uh, private and and seed rounds, right? You, you're vested, and you don't know what's going to happen in six months. Maybe we go into another huge bull run, and you you can't dump your tokens because they're all locked up, and you come out of the bull, uh, you they they they're unlocked and we're in, we're in a bull run, and they're like a hundred x or something, and you're you're sitting there very very happy man. Um, and that being said, with the private and seed rounds, they're normally a lot cheaper, um, and sometimes even you're you're already two x the the public round, so you've already made twice your investment uh, compared to if you got into the public round. So it's it's a win win situation, really. Yeah, it's actually funny as the the vesting period almost like creates the strategy for the investor. Right. It's like, I don't have to sit there and think, what am I going to do? It's like, well, it's already done for me. So yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, like I'm holding, I'm holding this for eight months. That's just, that's it's happening. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and I think one of my things is I had, I had um, in the past a lot of Bitcoins um, and I sold them around $150, which is probably the worst idea ever. Um, but if I just had them vested and, and locked up and I didn't have uh, me, to control it, if to sell them or not to sell them, I'd be a very, very wealthy, wealthy person right now. <laughs> right, that's story a lot of people share. I think that's that's how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> really funny. It's crazy. And to ask a little more about your the raises into these projects, and if I'm correct, isn't it like the the raises partial private or like you know because there could be like a blended price of a seed round and also a uh, like a second tier or something like that. Yes. Yeah, so, so the way um, it works is these these projects when they come into market, they will do a um, a seed round and a private round and then a public round. And sometimes we're able to, if we're early enough, we'll get part, partial seed round, partial private round. And what we'll do is depending on how much we get in each round, we'll do a average weighted price uh, between both of them. And then it's, it, so it's easier for the average investor to understand because if we get, I don't know, 70% into a seed round and then 30% into a private round, telling them two different prices and asking them to work it out is 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 a challenge right so we want to make it easier and we we just put the average weighted price for for everyone okay it's really just like amazing stuff it's exciting uh it's an exciting <laughs> thing for like the whole community right just yeah i think sure. that's something people uh always you know when you buy something even an idea you just know people got it earlier than you right yeah you just don't yeah, know exactly. what's gonna happen there it's it's cool that now this this, you know, this project is open to anybody, which is really unique. Exactly. It's, and, it's and, and super the, cool. The, the great thing is if you actually look at some of the uh, past investments of what we've done, um, you're, easily, you're easily in profit before it's even come out. So 
um, it's it's a nice thing to know that you've got into something and you're paying less than the people the actual public price and and you know that it's not going to be something that okay when it comes out people are paying less than me um, mm-hmm. and you have that peace of mind right yeah and so let's get to some uh, I guess we'll call them airdrop questions I have so yeah. is the you know the for people that got vested into the safe launch token is that still on schedule just to every two weeks to get uh their portion or has that schedule changed okay schedule will stay the same uh, we've got no um plans to change it um so the next airdrop for everyone will be on monday yeah. and then with the tokens that people are investing in those will just be airdrop correct like you won't have to go and claim them Correct. So at the moment, they'll just be airdropped as normal. Um, we are building a front end for our token locker um, where people will be able to claim um, from our website. Um, but we're still waiting on sort of UI designs for that um, before we, we make it public. And I just think it's easier to, to, to airdrop them for the, for the time being. Is there a reason to do the public locker versus, you know, over the airdrop? Um, so there, there is... <laughs> There is uh, different reasons why you'd want to do uh, the public locker over the airdrop, um, because if you have a public locker, everyone gets to claim the tokens at the same time, but they may not claim the token at the same time, right? So people who um, don't claim it at the same time as other people, and they may want to sell at that point um, because they're like hugely in profits, um, they they then it kind of staggers that and you just don't get a massive red candle when when it's been uh been sent out okay i get that that makes sense yeah and that's and that's yeah that's better for like the longevity of projects also exactly yeah it's like someone like me depending on when they become available i might just deal with it later and then yeah then that's like yeah. the staggering of tokens basically yeah, exactly. And and if it's airdropped to everyone, it's it, it is a lot easier for the for the investor. Um, but I think for uh, for a project and 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 just ourselves for the to get someone to come back to to your to your website as well and and have a look around. To, they may not know you've got a new um, a new feature out that they can check out. So um, it's it's beneficial for both both ends, right? Because if they haven't seen some news that you've put out, but then they come to your website and they see, oh, these guys have got a new feature, let's test it out. Um, it's, it's a win-win on both ends. Yeah, no, that's really cool. And I do want to get into SafePad now because I don't think yeah. we've talked really about that at all yet. And yeah. is the SafePad have a tier system or is that just open? So the safe pad and safe allocation tier system is exactly the same. Okay. So what we wanted to do, we wanted to make it as as least confusing as we could have. Um, so we were thinking to make different tiers for it to start with, um, because obviously the deals will be different. Um, but then we worked around with the tiers and decided if we don't actually put uh, a sort of percentage of how much you're going to get and we do it with a base allocation depending on the pledges we get and a multiplier on top of that then you will uh, it's easier for us to to sort of uh, give everyone a fair allocation into either the safe pad or safe allocation model and will there be tokens like that go through the safe allocation and then at the time of listing go through your safe pad also they'll just do both raises with you 
exactly i've spoken to some projects already um who want to do both um but obviously we're we're very mindful for our community because um if it goes through our safe allocation model and then it goes on to safe pad then they may they may be uh, they may think okay but we were already in the, the the private round um why do we then want to get into the ido but then some people do want to do that uh, so we're very mindful of the way we we're going to play this um but i think it would be beneficial for everyone anyway yeah and i could see it being really good for a project that got a ton of demand like let's say you did something that the safe allocation sold out in 10 minutes or something right and then it's like okay well then Clearly, this community demand in the safe pad could be in just a great way to sell more tokens for the project. Exactly. Really neat stuff, Imran. Really cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so, you know, to kind of wrap this up, I, I am curious if you have a favorite project that you're working with, if you even feel comfortable talking about that. Oh, a favorite project that we're working with. Um, so at the moment, uh, we don't want to release any details of future projects um, just because we're, the way we do it is we want to run competitions for people to guess them. Um, and this really, really helps uh, sort of create some hype and and sort of competitions for people to win allocations into our, our new projects. So when we do bring a new project to um, our either safe allocation or safe pad model, what we're going to do is let some of our token holders win some free tokens into them. Um, we did it with Drive um, and we had a lot of uh, people um, sort of guess and guess right actually, um, which was great. And um, so our future projects, we want to do that as well. Um, but at the moment, our most exciting one is Drive, definitely, because what they're trying to do is 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 amazing. They're, they're looking to be the next Uber of uh, blockchain. So they've already got um, licenses in three different continents um, and they've got 8,000 drivers signed up. Um, oh, and really? They, they, yeah. Wow. And they're not, they, they're not charging any commission for the drivers. So um, in, in some countries, they people who uh, the drivers are charged like 35 to 40 percent of commission to yeah. do to sort of rent the radio or or use use a cab they charge no commission so it's a win win-win situation for the driver and the passenger because the driver doesn't get charged as a commission so the fare is then a lot cheaper for the passenger so it's going to really disrupt the space i think uh are they in north america yet uh so they they have India. Um, they're in. Um, they're talking to the UAE um, and South America. Okay, of course. Yeah, <laughs> America gets everything last <laughs> when it comes to this stuff, <laughs> yeah. or not at all. <laughs> They've been working on the project for like three years now, so um, it's it, it's it's really good, um, I, and I'm really excited for them for when they launch. And yeah, and so that safe allocation is on Friday on Friday, and then they'll be doing their uh, public IDO on paid networks, uh, Apollo X, uh, at the end of the month. Oh, so that'll be a quick one, a quick turnaround. Yeah, very quick. Yeah, definitely. And um, are you always, so like, will this be a, BU, uh, a BEP20 token with Drive? Uh, no, so Drive will be an Eternity uh, chain token. So they, they opted for Eternity and not um, BEP20. So the reason um, 
the reason it, well, the reason why we took it for our safe allocation model, we don't just go for BSC projects, we go cross chain, but Ethereum, Polkadot, um, Eternity, uh, any, 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 any chain that, that we think is, is reputable. So how would that work in terms of like the airdrop? Is it an, an Ethereum compatible? So it's the same wallet address. I actually don't know anything about Eternity chain. Yeah. So, so what will happen is on our, on our raise and, and after it's done, we everyone who's contributed um, will be able to provide us with their address. And when when they've given us our, uh, their address, then we'll be able to airdrop them to uh, airdrop to them. Okay, so I, you're saying between now and Friday, I need to set up a new wallet. I guess I can do that. No, so you can do it after. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it you don't have to do it just now. Um, you can do it after after we've. Uh, after we've done the raise and and we know everyone who who's who's actually in it, and then we'll be able to send you out a form to fill in, um, and you just put in your Eternity wallet address. Okay, and so this is a, another differentiator for you guys compared to other launch pads, because other launch pads, as far as I'm aware, they're just single chain. Yeah, for the most th- part. there is. Yeah, so there is a couple that are multi-chain, um, but for, for for us, we we we're going cross-chain, and we want to bring as much, like I said, into our ecosystem as possible. And and going cross-chain was uh, one of the easiest ideas for us to 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 bring more projects to to our safe allocation model. Okay, and so Drive, for example, is a project that will do your safe allocation, but they're not going to use your safe pad, right? They're they're doing it that- elsewhere. Yes, yeah, so they decided to go with Paid Networks uh, Apollo X, and this was all sort of um, done and signed before we we even spoke to Drive. Um, and and yeah, so that's the reason why we're doing their their uh, private round for them. I mean, probably getting the private round is better than the IDO anyway, yeah. right? For the yeah, for your yeah. community, it is anyway. Exactly. Yeah, I th- I think um, we're getting a fifty percent discount on um, public IDO price. Okay. Man, that's awesome. I love seeing projects. Now, obviously, we're not here to talk about Drive, but I love seeing projects that launch out of the gate with like a use case, right? And you, that, Yeah, exactly. And so really, exactly. it sounds like they could be just up and running fairly quickly. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, they, they, they've already got the drivers, the apps ready. Um, I'm, uh, I'm not 100% sure they'll be there on day one, um, like launching the app and getting everything ready to 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 launch on day one, because you've got, yeah, you've got to remember when you've done a public IDO and trying to get everything done in the same day. There's so many things that could go wrong. Um, I wouldn't want to say they're going to do everything on day one, but they are ready to go. Okay, that's really cool. Well, I guess your community will be looking forward to that for Friday. Sure. It, is it always the same time? When you do Friday, it, like, uh, Friday, one PM UTC. Okay, so that one PM UTC is gonna is gonna be the time people need to look out for. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know for everyone. That way, yeah. you know, it's uh, they're not in your Telegram asking when, 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 when. when. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that guy. When is this? <laughs> I need when, to know. <laughs> when can I send you my money? <laughs> yeah, take my money, please, Emran. Oh man, that's. <laughs> That's exciting stuff. Um, let's definitely keep in touch as you guys keep progressing. I think staking is going to be really exciting for you guys. Uh, and yeah. you got it sounds like you guys have a, a team of outside the box thinkers coming up with a lot of cool concepts. 
cool. Thanks, man. Yeah, we, we what we want to do is 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 definitely bring some differences to to the uh, the blockchain community. Obviously, everything's really young right now, um, so we're trying to work with many many different projects to to sort of build and and build as much as we can. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, and good luck with everything you're working on. Brilliant. Thanks, Ben.